This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Okay, we are back on Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio. Hopefully everybody had a good stretch break, and I hope our friend John Lieberman is having an excellent, excellent birthday. We're... I was going to say, way to celebrate. He's going to start teaching at Stagecoach this weekend. Indeed, that is a way to celebrate, isn't it? Where, no, he's dancing at Stagecoach. Hmm? Is he? Dancing. Oh, that's dancing. He's dancing. He's on the team, that's right. Yes. Next up, we have The Secret to Retaining Beginner Dance Students. This is an article posted by Jeremy Rubin on DanceCraftPensacola.com. And this one's a little bit shorter, since we only have about half an hour left of the show. Uh, we are going to be going through all six of these tips as they relate to line dance. So let's get started with the beginning paragraph here. How to retain beginner dance students. Great instruction. Awesome venue. Good music. Friendly people. Fair and reasonable prices. These are all important aspects when it comes to attracting and retaining beginner dance students. But even if you have all these aspects in the bag, you may still be having a hard time retaining new dancers. There is a reason why, and that reason has nothing to do with the quality of service you provide. It's far more personal than that. Types of beginner dance students. When I say new dance student, what I mean is someone who has no experience dancing. These people have no experience and have no idea what they are getting themselves into. By new dance student, I'm not referring to the person who just moved to town, has enjoyed dancing for some time, and is looking for a place to continue their dancing. I'm not referring to the dancers in town who have danced for years but are new to your instruction slash venue slash dance party. No. I'm referring to someone else entirely. The husband who decided to try out dance just to make his wife happy. The recent widow slash widower slash divorcee who is looking for a new healthy physical and social activity as they start a new chapter of life. The empty nesters who have finally, some time for themselves and want to at long last partake in an activity they have always been interested in. The person who is tired of standing on the sidelines during social activities and is finally taking the bold steps toward making a change. The person who has a special event coming up, wedding, high school, reunion, etc., that they desperately don't want to look stupid at because they know there will be dancing. And the list goes on. But the one common denominator they have is that they are new to the dance scene, and they all have the wrong expectations. My opinion, which has developed over the last three years of operating our studio, is simple. It's that the most important thing we can do as a dance community to help retain new dancers is to properly manage their expectations. In short, protect them from feeling like they are failing. It's too easy to let new dancers walk away feeling as though they are not cut out for dancing. Don't let them! Below are a few tips to help protect you from losing new students. Tip 1. Don't let them think learning to dance is easy. Learning to dance is not easy. It takes work and consistency with classes and practice. That doesn't mean they have to work really hard at it. They just have to work consistently enough to develop some core skill sets and feel comfortable with basic concepts. Once they feel comfortable, they will start believing that they can learn to dance. Once that happens, they will stick with it. Allowing beginner dance students to believe dancing is easy is the best way for them to get discouraged to the point of quitting. Absolutely. Um, One of the things I've been aware of and actually have made a conscious effort in teaching my girls, 
which um, ages 14 to 18 and very set in their mindset of what line dancing is. Mm. Um, one of the few things I've I've made sure not to say is this dance is easy mm-hmm. or this dance is um, going to be a breeze or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, I have always been, well, that dance is a little complex, mm-hmm. but we can certainly break it down. And we can take it, you know, eight count by eight count, four count by four count if we need to. If that's the dance you want to learn, we will make it happen. Just know that it's not going to come today. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some of those, they've wanted to take on, like, harder dances because of that. Um, the other thing is, you know, I tell them, you know, like, I'll start it out at a slower speed. And I'll let them know, like, this dance is really fast. So although the steps might be very symmetrical, so it'll help you in learning... It's going to speed up, so it's going to take a lot of energy for us to build it up. But that's cool, because that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to get it first try. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've responded really well with that. Like They've been like, wow, this dance is really, really hard. I'm like, yeah, but you're doing great. You know, It's hard. It is. All of these dances are hard. It's When you're first learning how to dance, it's not movement your body's used to. You're not used to going to the side. That's not how you walk. You walk forward or you occasionally walk backwards. Mm-hmm. But to do a grapevine, like, that's not something natural. That's mm-hmm. not how you normally move out of the way of somebody. So it's going to take time to build it into your muscles, to get used to it. But that's cool. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Um, and they've responded really well to that. And I've noticed that with that, I've also given them permission not to have it right away. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's something that I wish I knew when I first started dancing out because the few instructors I took lessons from were always, this dance is really easy. And so, like, when it was hard or I was struggling with something, I felt like I couldn't speak up. Mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't ask for clarification because I must be doing something wrong. I just must be the one who's lacking or failing because obviously all these other people are getting it and I'm the one who's struggling, so it must be me. Mm-hmm. And I had to work past that and really get comfortable. And, like, in the beginning, I would really, really, really focus on making sure I had those steps. And I was, like, you know, tuned in like a dog hunting as to how the teacher was stepping and saying what they were doing and moving. And I was just, you know, I was on it. And I forced myself to get it the first time. And so when I lost a dance or when I forgot a move... It felt like the world was ending, mm. which is a very overdramatic, very, very overdramatic reaction. But because I was told that dancing is easy, that was my expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the same thing with Line Dance Club, and I will be happy to teach anything that they find to be interesting. I.e. stomp your feet and gimme gimme in the same week. Yeah, I think it was skiffle time somewhere in there as well. I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think it was Monday, <laughs> Uh, that's what they wanted, and they they felt up for. It. This is you know a lot of a lot of students who are very new to either line dance or dancing at all, and they still because of everything they've learned so far this semester felt confident that it was at least worth a try. It wasn't too hard or out of their reach, and they know that we review these afterwards. It's not like they learn this and then we'll never do it again. We'll we'll review it the next day with like a breakdown, and then the following week we'll at least play the music and talk through the first couple walls, so they know that when they learn something, 
it really is, as we say, you know, this is just the foundation. Like you don't need to have it completely once we put it to full speed. Like this is just to kind of get it into your brain. And then when you go to sleep, then the real work happens. Your brain puts together all the connections you need so that the next time you attempt it, it's magically a little bit easier and you remember stuff that you didn't expect you'd remember. Or your body does something that you didn't have to tell it to, it just did it. That's what we, that's what we want like, um, in, in learning a dance, is like for that magic thing to happen and just you know shouting at yourself like no it's this foot not that foot that's not helping anybody like mm-hmm. uh, letting them know it's really just about consistency and Elliot's mentioned this on his uh, Dream on Dance channel as well uh, that line dance all line dance is is consistency like if you do the, if if you go to a country bar and you don't even intend to dance but you're just watching and you're like all right this is like the fifth week I've been here I'm getting bored whatever that cupid cupid shuffle thing what I'll just do that with them like you know break things up a little bit and they've watched it so many times. They already know what's coming on each wall, so they can do it without having ever done it before. And then, you know, trying out whatever next song that comes on, they'll, you know, maybe do it enough to be like, oh, okay, yeah, this part's too hard. I'll just come back to that, you know, later. And then the next time they try it, again, they're not really intending, they're not going home, they're not doing homework, but they find that because that was the part that messed them up before, they'll try something different. Oh, the different thing works. That using the other foot works. And then they do it that way every time. And it's, it's only ha- it can only happen when you do it so many times that, um, that you know, your body just finds the right groove to, to fall into, and then you know the dance. Yes, you mentioned homework. Mm. Um, it is one thing I told my girls, that if you guys want this dance and you want to know this dance before next week when we meet again you have to go home and you have to do the work you have to turn on youtube or the radio or find out however you can get a hold of this song and practice the steps Mm -hmm. grab somebody else that you know wants to practice with you because it's always more fun with a partner Mm -hmm. always more fun to dance when you have someone else enjoying it as you do and the one thing i've learned especially in learning dances with you is there's times in which I'll forget a section you'll have it and then two or four counts later you'll forget that section and then I'll have it and we can remind each other how the dance goes mm-hmm. and so you can work together as a team and you know like so I've, I've told them that I was like it's not easy you have to practice you have to keep at it you have to keep going and don't worry we'll review it again next week I promise mm-hmm. we'll review it again and you know, it turned into, you know, like, oh, do we get to do that dance again today? Yes, yes, we do. If you want to do that dance, we can certainly do that dance. That actually happened to me uh, at Portland during Save the Day, where every time it came around to that one part where you make your quarter turn to the right and you're supposed to rock the right foot back, mm-hmm. every wall I was missing it. And I'd come back in time to do, to do the kick, but I could not patch at full speed that little gap in my memory and like i would try something different on each wall to see no that wasn't it that didn't put my weight where i needed it but you know whatever i'll come back to it when we get the kick and then i would get from the kick to the rest of the dance it was just that one little section and yeah if if we had had infinite walls maybe i could have eventually come up with that rock myself but it's so much faster to just follow somebody else who has it Mm-hmm. If all you need is to look over and then I think you said, oh, it's the rock behind. Bam, there it is. Now I can try that on the next wall. Yep, that's the one. And then every wall after that, 
you know, you you can just do the dance and you don't have to worry about it and think. Yeah. Having that second person, even if it's only for a single count or a couple of counts, that can save your entire dance experience. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Number two, tip two. Celebrate even the smallest successes. As experienced dancers, we sometimes take for granted the skills we have developed over time. It is important to recall that you were a beginner once. Try to remember the challenges you faced when starting out. When you do this, you will be able to put yourself in their shoes. As a beginner dance student, they get excited about the seemingly small accomplishments. Get excited with them! Let your dancers know that they are exactly where they should be in their skill development. Um, One of the things I would say to one of my girls when she would um, get a step sequence, Mm -hmm. I'd I'd be like, I saw that. Mm. I saw that. And she'd be like, saw what? I was like, I saw you nail that. And she'd get so excited because I pointed out that I was watching her and she did it right. And she would just be so elated that she's like, oh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And just something as simple as I saw that, mm-hmm. you know. And the funny thing is with the kids that I, I work with, they're so used to I saw that. Here's your punishment. Mm-hmm. So I saw that here's your reward is so foreign, but so exciting to them. Um, Another one of the girls, I know I was like, dude, why haven't you been dancing more? Because you, you're, you nailed that. Like um, one of the girls got one of the dances, like at full speed, first try kind of thing. And it was like, have you danced before? No. Are you sure? Cause that was awesome. You know? And the kids that I work with specifically are not used to that kind of praise, for one. Um, so that that's a shock to them in general. But also, they're not used to the praise for doing something by themselves. Mm. They're used to being in trouble or consequences or negative repercussions for these actions that they're choosing. So when they choose to get involved... I like to reward them. I like to praise them. Um, I did occasionally sneak them candy. (laughs) Who doesn't like candy? Um, But either way, it's still the idea you participated. That's all I ask. You don't have to have the dances. You participated. And I don't know how many times that they were laughing in the classes and just having fun. And even when they got distracted off the dances... I let them enjoy the moment. I didn't necessarily immediately bring them back to, no, 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 we're working on the steps because mm-hmm. it's, it's about the experience. And they're celebrating and they're talking about this. And there's certain movements that like are variations that I was like, okay, well, now that you have that, do you want to learn something different? Same song, but I can, I can, add, a, I can add a move in there. And they're like, okay, what's the move? And so like I do like, you know, um, a cross and cross or something like that or a hop and cross or a cross unwind or something just like that's definitely more of an advanced technique when you're teaching beginners mm-hmm. but they're like okay 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 I'm going to try this I'm going to try this and they were so eager to try and learn um, because I made such an emphasis on when they did things right and let them enjoy the moment let them goof off a little bit, but still let them, you know, stay kind of structured. And so many of them, I mean, it's it's so rewarding that so many of them would see me and be like, hi, dance teacher, or mm-hmm. introduce me to their parents as the dance teacher, or even 
Wait, are we are we dancing today? Can we dance today? Why don't we dance more? And it's like the idea that just by giving them just this little bit of praise when they got the steps right, but also giving them the opportunity that it's okay not to have the steps right first try. Um, you know, it's 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 such a rewarding feeling as the dance teacher or the dance instructor to see them just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, the celebrating every little success definitely goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Yeah. So, I mean, I, just you know, very briefly on, on my experience in club, it can be as simple as finally getting the weight to be on the foot you want it to be on. Like, sometimes you'll do a turn and people will go around their left side and everyone else is going to their right side. That one person... For whatever reason, their body just keeps sending them the other way, and then you see their foot, and it's just one foot difference. They just need to switch to the other foot, and that little bit can can help them get around. And then they get excited that they finally are now with everybody else on the same page. And then you know maybe afterwards, if you were just doing eight count by eight count, you give them a little high five and just like you know are happy with them. Yeah, I remember um, when I saw Stephanie from Club do the unwind in can't walk away she did this fun little arm movement like almost like she was blossoming like a flower or whatever and it was just so cute i was like oh my god i love it it's so adorable and she just had this grinning beaming face that i mean that's generally how she looks in club but you know like it just to know that like somebody else acknowledged something she did i mean i'm sure it it felt good to her because i know it feels good to me when people you know, like say, oh, that was really cool, or I really liked that, or how'd you do that? Can you show me? And it's like, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, it, it's flattering. Mm-hmm. So having other people acknowledge when we've done something right or mm-hmm. do something well uh, certainly feels good. So spread it around. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge other people. Tip three, don't let new dancers compare themselves to experienced oh. dancers. What many of us experienced dancers forget is that new dancers often look to us as a metric as to whether or not they are doing well. Don't let them. It's a terrible way to measure progress. Also, beginner dance students have no idea how long other dancers have been working at their craft. As far as they know, you are new as well. In their mind, compared to you, they just suck. But the reality is they are measuring their abilities horribly. They should only be measuring their progress based on how well they did last week compared to how well they are doing today. And then this will lead to tip number four in a moment. Because it says, which leads me to tip number four. <laughs> um, yes, that that is so hard to do as human nature kicks in um we like to compare ourselves for whatever justifications or reasonings or anything like that um i know i did certainly mm-hmm. i looked around and like i'm the only one doing this differently that's really awkward when you're all in a line it's real noticeable yeah <laughs> one of the drawbacks of line dancing <laughs> stay out like a sore thumb um you know and after a while i started giving myself that permission it's it's okay You don't have to have this dance or it's okay that you have this dance really, really well or anything like that. Um, When it comes to my kids, Mm -hmm. those girls get discouraged very easily 
because it's natural for them. It's how they've grown up. It's what they've been ingrained with learning. So the one thing just as being one of their mentors or their youth advocates is you don't compare them to each other. Each individual kid is an individual. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you address them differently. You speak to them differently. You communicate. You respond. Some kids, you know, some of them, you have to just not say anything and just listen and let them vent. And then all of a sudden the world is back where it's supposed to be. Some of them you need to give advice. Some of them you need to be like, oh, I'm really sorry. That really sucks. And they're like, yeah, it really does. And then they're fine. Some of them you have to really put everything into perspective. So when it comes to comparing them to other dancers, it it's more along the lines of, wow, you did awesome this week. Way to focus. You really nailed that dance as opposed to, you know, oh, look at so-and-so. Why don't you just follow them or anything like that? I mean, that's an awful idea. And the only thing I've ever done is I've actually done the opposite Hmm. in the sense of, wow, when I was first learning this dance, dude, I tripped over my feet so many times. You're nailing this. That is awesome, you know, and so, like, they get that experience of, like, feeling good about the accomplishment, even if they're struggling. It's like, no, guys, this is a hard dance. You're, you're going to struggle. It's okay. Um, and just to know that different people learn at different speeds, that's okay. It just means some of you might have need more practice. That's all. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe the next dance you totally nail and somebody else struggles with. Mm-hmm. That gives you the opportunity to maybe offer your help. Mm-hmm. If they want it, they want it. If they don't, they don't. Just respect whatever their decision is. And I know there was a couple girls that were like, I was like, oh, if you want, I can show you this move real quick. I can break it down for you. And I was like, that was really cool to see one of my girls take ownership of that and help one of the other girls that were struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, or when like they'd get discouraged and give up, where I would start to be like, well, you know, come back onto the floor, one of the girls is like, get your butt back on this floor. You have this. Mm-hmm. One mess up does not mean the end of the dance. Get back out here. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's really cool to see how the girls themselves actually don't necessarily compare themselves the way I did when mm-hmm. I started dancing. Mm-hmm. It's a really different experience. Um, but the occasional, you know, like, I'm not as good or it's like, it's okay. You'll get there. It doesn't have to be today. Even within the same dance, people can have different strengths where one person might struggle with unwinds but do really well with fast footwork, like cross inside and cross inside. Like another person might be just the opposite. Yeah, exactly. So it's not that they're good at dance or bad at dance. They just, for whatever reason, maybe they had more caffeine that day, so they're (laughs) clicking really well with the fast feet and somebody else... You know, they're they're sleepy and they're out of it and you know, maybe unwinds are not working so well. Yeah. Who knows? Number four, as we are at the halfway point with ten minutes to go. Tip four, tell them specifically where they have improved. Seriously, be specific. Beginner dance students typically don't know enough to see their own progress. Therefore, it should be all of our jobs as instructors and experienced dancers to point it out. But Keep it real. Don't hyperinflate your compliments. I often say something like, you have really improved on your timing. There's still improvement to be had, but I see serious improvement so far. Great job. Well, yeah. I mean, 
again, like I've said before, you know, I tell my girls, you know, they did a great job or like, I'm really proud of them. They're totally nailing that or congratulations. You just learned to dance. Um, you know, like it's specific to them where, you know, it, it's each one of them gets pointed out when they're doing something good and it's right in that moment. Um, as weird as this sounds, the one thing I was taught in dog training is you can't reward or punish behavior after the fact. Right. They won't see They're the not going to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like to really take it in that moment and like really build on it right then and there when I have that opportunity because that is when they're going to get the most benefit from it. Mm-hmm. So when I tell them, I you totally just nailed that sequence. You know, you totally just got that turn. Or, um, like, because I, I would show them a couple moves at a time and then I'd break it down. When they would take that next step to go into that next movement right away I was like okay or you can be an overachiever and like totally get the next step without me telling you you want to break it down for the class <laughs> you know um and they always enjoyed that they really seemed to thrive off of that and by giving them the ability to celebrate their successes and join them in the support of it it really seemed to like encourage their want to dance Tip five, dance within their abilities. One of the quickest ways to make a new dancer feel inadequate is to dance with them beyond their abilities. Keep it simple. Be attentive. Always smile and be supportive. If they do something great, tell them. And always thank them for the dance enthusiastically and come back for seconds. This will build their confidence and help them truly learn the basics. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, A perfect example is I've been dancing as long as I have. I know uh, Mr. Put It Down AB very well with several variations. Um, but I started it as vanilla as can be with the girls and, you know, built them up to get them to speed. And from there, once they started having it, slowly but surely, I would be like, okay, I can show you a variation today. And that's when I'd add in a variation. And then they'd all, they'd all join in that variation. I said, but you don't have to do it. It's okay. If you don't want to do that, you don't have to do it. You can just stick with the regular steps. There's nothing wrong with that. That is how it's been choreographed. Um, and then, like, the next time, I'm like, you can also add this variation. And slowly but surely built them up that way. So now they know the dance. They know variations to the dance. And they enjoyed the process of learning it as opposed to if I had just started out with all the variations in the beginning they would think there's something wrong with them because they're not getting it. Mm. Yeah, they would think they don't know the dance and thus they wouldn't enjoy it, but they would have had the dance if it had been taught to them as it actually is. Exactly. Tip six, help them laugh often and at themselves. I'm not sure who coined this phrase, but I believe I heard it from the great Robert Royston. You have to be willing to go through stupid to get to cool. (laughs) Isn't this so true? Unfortunately, many people, including beginner dance students, take themselves too seriously. They can't laugh at themselves. They take their mistakes way too seriously and too personally. Don't let them. If they feel stupid because they think they are awful, let them know that we all feel that way sometimes when learning something new. Ensure they know that it's perfectly normal. So, let us all feel stupid together as we traverse through that dark, scary forest of awkward, clumsy, and yes, stupid. Because on the other end of that forest is great things, and we need to help our beginners get there. 
My favorite is when I mess up hmm. in front of my girls. Because <laughs> I'll kind of be like, or your teacher can conv- can forget the ga- dance too. Mm-hmm. Um, or I was like, um, yeah, no, I just I wanted to see if you were paying attention. <laughs> you know, and it was it's one of those things where when I gave them permission to laugh for one at me as I was laughing at me, then slowly but surely they started to get that feeling that oh mistakes happen it's okay so when they would get frustrated or whatever um their first instinct is to jump up and down and get frustrated and like ah and then i'll be like what and then they'd start laughing Mm -hmm. and they're like i got it it's okay this time this time this time as opposed to like oh my god i'm never gonna get this Mm -hmm. so by having them laugh at me when i messed up was definitely one of those things where um like it gave them the permission mm-hmm. so all right if you wouldn't mind uh, taking the door real quick as we continue our live broadcast here on move radio i'll read this last paragraph in the article today's beginner dance student if handled with love compassion and care could very well be one of your favorite people to dance with a year from now think you enjoy dancing now Just wait until you have two or three times as many people in your community you love to dance with. Keep encouraging them to attend their lessons and follow the recommendations above. You will be far more fulfilled in your dancing as a result. Until next time, dance onward. Before we comment on that, there was a a thought that I had on the help them laugh often and at themselves. I, I noticed this in Clap, Clap, Clap as well, and I know Rachel's excellent at this with her uh, sound effects and whatnot, is that if people are enjoying the way you say the steps, they may be more likely to in, enjoy doing the dance. And uh, so, for example, with Clap, 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 I've got rock, recover, coaster, step, step, half turn, walk, walk, bicep, bicep, sway, 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 shuffle, right, and so on. And... You know, little things here and there help break up the tension of remembering all the steps. And it'll stick out in their mind that weird voice that you made or that sound that you did as opposed to just counts. Yes. Every count sounds like every other count. They're numbers. They're one through eight. Uh, But if you say the... If you even say the counts in a certain way or say the sound effects or uh, the description of the steps in a specific way then it feels like a more fleshed-out experience of a dance. Yeah, absolutely. I know for sure I learn best when I'm having fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I know in speaking with several different instructors and choreographers, uh, first person that comes to mind is um, Fred Whitehouse. Mm -hmm. He wants to have fun while he's teaching and dancing. That if we're having fun, it shows. Mm -hmm. And people are able to build off of that. And when it comes to keeping anybody interested in anything, it's a matter of how engaging it is for them, what benefits they get out of it. And if they're laughing and enjoying themselves, and on top of that, they're getting exercise, so, you know, like endorphins are being released or whatever, um, that's when they're going to want to stick with it. So it's a matter of really making them feel good about it, and having a blast doing it, and I mean, I guess realistically, the biggest thing is the expectation. Mm-hmm. I think they make a great point in the final paragraph as well that you know, as much as you enjoy dancing now, if you encourage your beginners to stick with it, and you have that many more people to dance with in a year, 
then like that that should provide all the incentive you need to really embrace and take care of your beginners. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Do you have any closing thoughts as we have uh, just a, a few minutes left here on the clock for Lion Dance Podcast? Any moments of excitement or uh, news to share? Uh, not really news or anything like that, other than the fact that apparently we have homework and we need to put out an instructional or at least a walkthrough video of Can't Walk Away. Indeed. Um, that has come up a few times now. Yeah. That's what we get for putting our email addresses on the step sheet. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, well. No. Um, if anyone else wants to take on uh, that, that job, I mean, we would definitely love to see anyone else's tutorial videos. Or demo. Or demo. I would love to see it. Yeah. Um, Can't walk away. It's on Line Dancer <laughs> as well as Copper Knob. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's that. But other than that, just, I mean, the biggest thing is remember to enjoy what we're given mm. and be present in the moment and have fun. And that's basically line dance in a nutshell. Mm. I definitely uh, wish that for everybody who's heading to Stagecoach this weekend. Whether you're on the team, whether you're teaching a lesson, whether you are attending as a, uh, as a wristbanded ticket goer, and I hope you have a, a great time in the honky-tonk tent. We wish we could join you. Maybe next year we'll, we'll be there with you. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, it's 2.59. So I guess for the next few seconds, you know, take another stretch, take a, a breath of fresh air, think about all the, the great dances you'll get to do this weekend. We're going to Twin Oaks tonight, so maybe we'll get some stomp your feet, skiffle time, and, and gimme gimme in with uh, Sonoma State Line Dance Club. Yeah. yeah. All right. Until next time, thank you so much for joining us here on Line Dance Podcast uh, on Move Radio. This has been Christopher Gonzalez. And Megan Barcelia. And we will and see, we'll you, see you on the dance floor. floor.